Hey guys, welcome to Is What It Is, a podcast where the life and times of Isabella, aka myself, shape my opinions, advice, storytelling, and decision making. Nothing's off limits, so let's get into it. Hey. Hey. Hi again. Um, It's been such a long time. It's been years. I am recording this podcast for the second time. The first time I didn't even have you on, it was just me, so I'm kind of glad you're here. (laughs) And how did that go over? (laughs) Well, what happened was yesterday I was like, I'm going to record because like as I'm sure people know, because I haven't shut the fuck up about it, um, I'm on day 15 of quarantine. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a weird, like, headspace because you think, you're like, okay, because I'm home, I need to do everything that I can do while I'm home. And, like, all the things I said I would do when I had time or whatever, you know? Yeah. So I did. I did. <laughs> I feel like you were on the go for so long and you kept talking about how you wanted to like bear down for a while in your apartment and get hunker. things done. Hunker, hunker down. <laughs> hunker down, ain't um, too late, baby. <laughs> and I feel like you kept saying that weekend after weekend. And you'd be like, I'm going to DC. I'm going yeah. to the beach. And then finally. I didn't like, have a choice. This disease forced you to. Yeah, it did. Maybe it was for the best. It was probably for the best. Uh, Yes, I recorded a whole episode yesterday. And then I like drank a glass of red wine. But then I drank two glasses. And then it just felt like, well, I'll just drink some more. And then I only had a third of a bottle left. So I was like, I guess I'll just drink the bottle. So then I was trying to edit it kind of drunk. And then I deleted the whole file. (laughs) (laughs) So I lost all of that. So everything I say today, I've already had a lot of practice with. It's okay. We, I don't know how to do any of that. And me either. It comes with the territory of being a new podcaster. Yes. And it was some, you literally lose some, you literally lose some and it horribly reminds me of just a few weeks ago on the fourth when I lost that chip on (laughs) new GoPro. I literally thought the GoPro was waterproof. It's waterproof with the case on. So I just, I recorded footage all day. Isabella full on does a swan dive with (laughs) the GoPro in her hand. (laughs) Our friend Alex and I were just watching it happen. She comes up and she's like, throw this in rice. I'm like, I thought it was waterproof. (laughs) You're like, oh, it doesn't have the case on it. Yeah. And then I was like, it's fine because at least we have the little chip. And then again, I was drunk and tried to do something with the chip because I wanted to watch the footage and I ended up losing it. And I still haven't found it. But well, it couldn't have been any smaller. It was the size of to, lo- smaller than a dime. To lose anything, it was literally talk about a microchip, like yeah. a micro microchip. Yeah. It wasn't. Uh, yeah. So this is just a painful reminder of another loss, another huge loss of creative work. It's probably in the vacuum somewhere. 
It is. It's in the <laughs> trash can Joy takes out four times a day. She does. So anyway, welcome to Is What It Is. I'm Isabella. I'm Alvin. I'm the Chipmunks. Corbin's the Chipmunks. <laughs> and that's an inside joke you don't know anything about. So don't worry about it. Um, I... We're talking about, I think every time we have this podcast, we should talk about like what's new. What's new is I got a flower delivery. You did. Do you have a secret admirer? I have an admirer that is my ex-boyfriend. And uh, yes, it was really that, nice. That is the good part about still being friends with your ex. Right. Exactly. Um, he always said, like, when he got paid with his first job, he would send me something, which he kept that promise. Unlike me, I sure <laughs> didn't keep my end of that bargain. Um, yeah, it was really nice. And there, it's like kind of a fall bouquet I'll show you. You can see right there. Bill. There they Those are. Sunflowers? Yeah. That's sweet. Yeah. Which, speaking of fall, it brings me to um, our sponsors. Sponsors. Who are the sponsors this week? Tell us. I'm having a little hard time hearing you, so just letting them just speak up. How about now? That's better. You may. Is there like a microphone turn up on your microphone? I mean, a volume? Yes. Like mine has this one. Um, not on it. You'll have to edit this part out, obviously. Um, oh, we will me... not be editing. <laughs> That's not part of this podcast. I Hang don't even edit, and I still managed to delete an entire Dude. podcast. Okay. How about, is this that, better? Yes, that's better. Is that too loud? Uh, we'll see. Okay. Today's sponsors. I don't think it's too loud. Today's sponsors are... The word autumnal and the word gubernatorial. Why do you? <laughs> They're such crazy little put sponsors that I have no idea what they are. I know what okay. autumnal is. Gubernatorial. It's the governor's race. It's like the gubernatorial word, uh, race. The, go- go- the governor's race. Sorry. I can't even say it. It gets me so tripped up, dude. Mm-hmm. It, it's called gubernatorial. Like, are we just going to let that slide? Yeah. Gubernatorial. Uh, like, why would it? Clearly, ha- clearly, I've been letting it slide because I've never heard of it. <laughs> yeah, you have. You're a full-blown fucking idiot. I have my own sponsor this week. And oh. would you like to hear about it? Yes. <clears throat> it is something that I've been on for a few months now, and it is called canned wine Dang. specifically rosé bubbles and Rose. there's a lot of different brands but i'd like just the carbonated like prosecco rosé but one can is equivalent to half a bottle of wine wow how is that like it that's the they're liquid? like they're like four, 12 to 14 percent for one this can is 12 to 14 percent alcohol right which is standard for wine, right? Yeah, I just feel like 
Maybe not Prosecco, though. I don't know about that. Either way. I'm saying, like, let's break it down into, like, beers. Right. You drink one beer like this, you don't really feel anything. Right. Most people. No, you don't. That don't have a tolerance like a 500-pound man. Um, But one can of this, you're feeling pretty good. Yeah, I believe that. If it, if you're sitting at 14% with a can, when like these I'm drinking are 5%, and also which brings me to what this is not sponsored by, which is Bud Light Seltzers. Are they nasty? But I've never had them. They're not nasty. I just, I've had better, sel- there's so many seltzers now. So I just, they're not sponsored by Bud Light. And, but it's like beggars can't be choosers because I can't go out into the world. True. So I'm forced to drink. These yeah. and it's also not sponsored by Harry's razors. Are they bad? Yeah, I'm just not. I tried it. I tried it because my coworker was like, they're really good. And then I tried it and I was like, um, <laughs> no, they ain't. <laughs> Specifically? Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know what you've been talking smoking. about. You're talking about like shaving razors, like shaving your legs. Yeah, you know, Harry's razors. They have it at Target. I think I I can see the brand in my head, but talking about razors, this girl, one of the girls that was here this week, past weekend, um, she showed me this powder that you just mix with water and spread on your legs, and it's almost like Nair, but it literally just like burns the hairs off your legs and you wipe it off and Ooh. they're gone. Ooh. Not that it burns it. It just like, it's like a fast acting <laughs> You will layer. have third degree burns, but it's totally worth it. <laughs> You will have to cover your legs in Neosporin afterwards, but it's all worth it. Oh my gosh. Did you have fun with those girls? They seemed cool. I know I hated them last time, but. No, they thought you were funny. Um, Yeah, we had a really good time, except for the freaking small event called a hurricane rolled in. Um, What word did you just say? Small event? Small event. A small event. Sorry. Minor. I meant minor same thing (laughs) um yeah they had to go home early because um they all had to work on wednesday today and they were scared that if the minor occurrence of the hurricane ended up being more than projected they might not have gotten home safe oh that is the next day because they were supposed to go home yesterday but they went home monday yeah we just didn't know how much flooding that's fine. Good riddance. They probably weren't that like nice as me anyway or anything. So <laughs> I don't really care. <laughs> um, speaking of gubernatorial and the hurricane and stuff, um, at four o'clock, our guest Roy Cooper went on to say what the deal is. Do you know anything about what he said? I don't know. That about what? Like, about what phase North Carolina is moving into. I just know about the schools. Um, um, public schools, I know, they were, like, CMS specifically was um, doing Plan B, which was, like, a mix of online and in-person. But now that the actual board of CMS voted, they voted all virtual Oh, really? Interesting. Well, I just logged on to Twitter, my main source for news, 
and it says North Carolina will extend phase two into September. So no bars or um, gyms. Yeah, I had to cancel all my gym memberships. Um, I just canceled mine. I got a YMCA membership the week COVID hit, and I haven't been able to use it. And I was, like, trying to support them, like, continue to pay it to, like, support Mm -hmm. the community. I was like, I need to support my mortgage. Right. I got to support myself. (laughs) Right. Like, yeah, all this shit that's going on is great to help everybody. But little mama got to help herself. <laughs> I was also, um, I members, I was members at the Y, but I, then I also had a um, boxing membership to the boxing club that was near like campus. Of course. And <laughs> I, and that one actually was really expensive, like a hundred dollars a month. So I was like, that was the first thing I canceled. Yeah. And um, I sent, the owner like this really long email and not really long, but I was like, I'm so <laughs> I sorry. Say, what like, I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, as you know, COVID stuff, I'm not even around campus right now. So I apologize, but I'll definitely rejoin once everything slows down and gets back to normal. And literally he sent back. Okay. I hate not that. E- not even the word. Okay. Like, okay no pre no preface like no signature i'm like oh. Got it. you're very professional to own a box right club. and i and, by, and yeah i would respond and be like and by the way i'm never fucking come back to this stupid ass gym anyway you little idiot i don't know it's not it literally is not that big of a deal it was just funny how like i would have taken that so personally i was like okay <laughs> no okay no oh you okay Uh, Yeah, I was talking to someone I work with that's above me, and I was telling them that I have COVID and they can feel free to send a care package. Like, as a joke, we kind of have, like, a rapport that I thought that would be fine to say, and they responded back, okay. Okay. I guess it's just, like, common courtesy for me to say a few more words other than K. Exactly. <laughs> and it made me feel so weird because technically, like, not even technically, legitimately, this person is above me. So I was like, okay, like, was that wrong of me to say? Like, uh, like you don't understand if, you don't know if they're understanding your right. sarcasm or not, you know? And, like, now I'm, like, sitting here like, okay, was it bad that I sent the present emoji with the feel free to send a care package? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And they said, okay. And then I just said, kidding, period. No response. That was was a good response. (laughs) You know I'm kidding. You obviously don't have to send me anything, but if you did, I'd be fine with that. Um, I'm honestly, people have been really nice about, like, me having COVID and stuff. Like, you sent me that edible arrangement, and I'm laughing. Like, my uncle... And did we talk about this already? The Oreos? Uh, yeah, and like, I guess we didn't talk about it on the podcast, though. We just talk all the time. No, it wasn't on the podcast. It was on the Yeah, FaceTime. he sent me groceries. <laughs> he was in Dallas, Texas, and, like, we don't really even talk that much. But it was really nice. He just sent me groceries, like, had someone go shopping for me, like, shipped or whatever. 
and sent me groceries. And I guess apparently he had ordered, I told him I wanted Oreos, but he didn't know what kind. So he ordered golden Oreos, double stuffed Oreos, and regular Oreos. But I guess they didn't have them in stock. So the shopper was They weren't even, you're leaving out the funniest part. Like (sighs) they weren't even (laughs) golden. Let me pull my text. Yeah. Well, and yeah, unbeknownst to me, I think that he, I, like I just said, I wanted Oreos and I just think that he's going to be sending the Oreos. So I get a text from the shopper that's like, Hey Boyd. Cause she thinks she's talking to Boyd, which is my uncle in Dallas, but he gave her my number. Since the store does not have golden Oreo mega stuff, sandwich cookies, family size available. <laughs> <laughs> it was so intense. I was like, what, what did I say again? <laughs> you said, can I just have regular Oreos, please? <laughs> and it, I don't know. I guess you just have to know, Isabel. Like, she hates anything extra. Like, she does not like double stuffed. She just likes regular ass Oreos. Right. So the girl sends back. <laughs> okay. So that would be two regular Oreos, 14 ounce, <laughs> and one Oreos double stuffed. And Isabella says, no. Just one regular Oreo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally like, this, it's so simple. Just keep like things that are going well. I'm like very much of the mindset of like, if it's not broken, don't fix it. Yeah. If it ain't broke, don't croak, you know? And yeah. So anyway, but he didn't, it was really nice of my uncle though, because he didn't know. Yeah, obviously. Boyd, Boyd tried. Boyd tried. And he did well, and he paid for them, and that is more than enough. I actually sent out some thank you cards this week, so there might be one with your name on it. I hope you uh, coming your way. Figured out what address I'm at. Three forty six Causeway, bitch. She just outed me. Sorry. Yeah. So if I you're looking for me, I'm here. I know. I thought about it, and I made sure it got sent. Thank you. You're welcome. But you haven't got it yet. Um, but yeah, that was pretty funny. Um, I was listening. I had like a weird day. What was it when I sent you that video of me crying? I sent it to like all my friends because it was just so funny. But was, I was listening to the Taylor Swift album. Like I try to be like, I'm not really a Taylor Swift fan, but then I'm like, I might, that might be. That was Sunday. Yeah. I listened to her new album. It was called The One, the song, not the album the song I was listening to and it made me just sob. I was just in a really weird place with being isolated for so long and just started sobbing. And it was like the main premise of the song was like, it could have been fun had you been the one. And just like, I do have such a good relationship with Joe still. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it could have gone either way. Well, it's not just you. It's hitting in the feels. I mean, everyone on social media has been talking about how they're sitting in the room crying listen to this song because it just brings it really hits different yeah it hits you like in that deepest like I don't know it kind of like jabs you in the heart from every heartbreak you've had which a lot of her songs are but like this album was all ballads which I thought was pretty unique for her being you know in the pop genre right um and it's also very bold. I mean, yeah. I think people have 
continually since it came out said it was her best album yet, which I don't. That's I a to th- fucking stretch. It's a stretch. I mean, maybe lyrically, if you I, really break down the lyrics, maybe if it hits home for you, whatever. Um, I wouldn't say it's her best album just because I don't want to listen to a full album of ballads. Right. But uh, that's not everyone's opinion. But yeah. it was good. I mean, I listened to it. Yeah, it was. It has been good given my current circumstances. Like, we were talking about this today with, like, how you're like, of course you would have gotten this virus with how social I am. So, like, I haven't gone outside besides walking my dog or just trying to get some exercise like I haven't made a transaction I haven't gone through a drive-thru I haven't Mm -hmm. anything and so yeah yeah it it did hit me and I felt so basic for it and I just didn't even care I just let it don't feel basic yeah it it uh it's really getting some people (laughs) (laughs) yeah COVID And it really, I think the interesting thing that I liked about the album and that song, it's like every, it's not like relationships are just like good or they're bad. Pretty much every relationship is so convoluted. Mm -hmm. Like there can be a lot of things really going right in a relationship and there's still certain aspects and those certain aspects when you love someone when those aren't going right, they feel so much heavier and more intense and painful. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, how can everything be going right and it's still not working? Yeah. Which? No, um, especially you being alone. It's just, I was, what she was alluding to um, earlier was, I was saying, I really haven't known anyone close to me to get COVID yet until Hey girl. Oh, Billy goat over here. (laughs) Um, And I was like, of course, of everyone I know, Isabella gets COVID, like the most social, least likely to stay in her house and hang out for more than like five hours at a time. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But I've done it. I've been responsible. Yeah, you really have. I know. You're doing great, sweetie. Thanks. You're doing great. Thanks, Mom. Thanks, Chris. Welcome. Yeah, it's been... uh, I I think I'll... In the long run, I think I'll take lessons from it. Um, But anyway, what else I want to talk about today... I'm already running out of a drink. I can't believe this. Like, I, I may just pour a shot of vodka down my throat. I'm just going to get that. I'm just going to get that just in case. I am here for it. I've been trying to get rid of this watermelon vodka for so long anyway. So I'm just going to have that on standby. But so I, this is actually your idea. Uh, This past week was like, ask a question to people on Instagram about what they want to hear about, which I did. And I got. Hot take of the week. Yeah, it was similar to that. But I was just asking people what they wanted me to PCAST about. And I was talking to um, Katie, Philip's girlfriend. Okay. Yeah. 
and she's really cool. We're not like super close, but we still get along really well. And I like her and respect her and her opinion. And I heard from different people, but I thought the idea of what she brought up was really interesting, especially because it kind of tied into my the last piece of writing I did, which was on my career and kind of how I've developed in the last few years. Mm-hmm. But what she was talking about was imposter syndrome, which for anyone that doesn't know is like this idea that anything you're doing, any work you're doing, whether it be professionally or creatively or whatever, is like people don't think you're legit or that you're going to be exposed as a fraud or you don't know what you're talking about. And she was like, a lot of my friends and I, we were having conversation and realized we really all feel that way. Yeah. And like, why is that? And what's the MF deal with imposter syndrome? Yeah. I mean, you were, before we started recording, she was telling me a little bit about it. I had never heard of it. Ooh, watermelon. Um, and Mm. I think just spelled it. Sorry. Go ahead. Are you fine? I think that idea is very much present in a lot of people our age, um, especially rolling quickly into our late twenties. Um, you're going to be 27. I can't believe that. I know. Okay. Um, we're, as we're approaching our late twenties, I think it's, it's tough for people who aren't in the career they want to be in or are still working towards, you know, their overall goal, because you obviously don't start off. You all, you start off with an entry level after college and you work your way up or whatever. But I think, um, so many people struggle with that. I mean, including myself, it's right. But it also, it sounds cheesy, but I mean, it builds character. You have these jobs that teach you a lot. Um, you build your identity through these other careers that you don't want to really be in, but you do. It is a learning process of it. I mean, I'm really glad you said that because I feel exactly the same way. Wow. Let's be friends. Um, because that's essentially what I was talking about in my last blog post I did was just like, I had some really shitty jobs leading up to my current position. And now I do feel like I'm in a good position, which is nice. And I also feel a bit undeserving to be director of marketing of a multi like million dollar company. I'm like, I don't know. How yeah. Has happened, but I also felt like up until this point, I was like way under yeah, you just blew up out of nowhere. God, you got to. It's the sauce. Millions of followers. Millions. Um, but yeah, I feel like I had a lot of shitty jobs leading up to this. And I think the conundrum and like what people get stuck in is like, this is a shitty job and I don't want to be here. So I'm not really going to put in effort. And it's like, you have to pay your fucking dues. Mm-hmm. Like you're not above anything. And I'm still not above anything. And I'm in a very fortunate position right now. But, you know, I was making $25,000 a year at one point, And I didn't really like the job, but I still was just like, 
having a job is better than no job, A. Mm -hmm. And B, like, I'm going to do, I'm going to milk what I can out of this through the experience and opportunities and people and get whatever I can out of it to hopefully make it worth something more than the $25,000 because that's sure as fuck not worth it. Yeah. Like you just have to, you have to do that. Well, sipsy. Um, and $25,000 is still more than some people make, which I mean, it is shitty. That's shitty. But you have to start, you literally have to start from somewhere. Right. And from what your industry was, which is, you know, marketing, yeah, sales, it was more sales and marketing at the time, right? Yeah. Um, you can't just, I mean, I think people get the idea that right after college, you get to start off at this like big dog position or whatever. And you start making like tens of thousands of dollars more than everyone makes and whatever, but it's not like that at all. Um, I mean, for personal experience, I've been working, I don't know, out long story short, I've always had this dream of like being a doctor or whatever or a PA or something. And I started after college, um, with a medical assistant position, which I still work at some, but, um, after a few years there, I realized like I got to put shit in the four wheel drive and kick it in gear. Right. And get to where I really get to where I really want to be. And, um, I ended up finally finding this program that, um, I'll, I'm getting my second degree in, uh, my bachelor in nursing. And then most programs make you like work for a few years, whatever. And, but this program will specifically let you accelerate into the doctor of nurse practitioner, which will eventually fulfill my everlasting dream. Your everlasting dream. Hell yeah. Which is cool. And I love that you have, you along with many of my friends have gone back to school, which for me, I'm like, hell nah. Like I still have dreams that I haven't graduated yet. And I'm like, it's going to be such a pain to graduate. And I wake up when I wake up, I'm like, I'm so glad I'm done with school. It wasn't that Mm -hmm. I necessarily hated school or was like horrible at school. It was just a chapter that I was willing to put behind and like, maybe that will change, but I really have no desire to continue my education. Does that make me sound bad? I don't know. No, like for your, and it really is just industry based. Like it, right. For you, it doesn't matter. Right. You don't necessarily need a master's or doctorate degree to further your um, qualifications. Right. So to speak. Which is great for Um, me. I'm so glad about that. No, yeah. Like for you specifically, if you work in the pharmaceutical industry, you can really, really work your way up. Exactly. Um, like I know specifically because I'm in the the medical field, I know like a lot of pharmaceutical reps, they cannot start, you have to start like family medicine or whatever. And then you get to work your way up through the years to specialties like derm, plastics, OB, yeah, peds, whatever. 
So um, many cute little acronyms you have there, Billy. I know. Pete's. Pete's. Hashtag Pete's. Um, but yeah, I, I've definitely felt, I never really knew there was a term to describe not being, you know, legitimized by people. Like, yeah, I always felt like people would act like dreams going to be a reality. Right. Cause in in my first undergraduate degree, like I wasn't top of my class right, or whatever. And like, getting a doctorate was just it out seemed of the question to, it seemed to other people like completely out of the question but um i don't know if you really apply yourself and get in a field where you want really want to do this and you're this is what you've decided that you are best at what you want to do then nobody's stopping you right and i think it's the concept of like you can eat an elephant one bite at a time like it sucks starting at the bottom of the totem pole but you just have to do it. And I think the point that I realized most when I was doing my writing was like, I got to the position I am today because I was what other people couldn't be. Mm -hmm. And like, yes, I may not always have the answer or as much education or whatever is the person as the other applicant or my other colleague, but like, and this comes into play with imposter syndrome too. Like, my boss or the person that hired me has trusted me to do it and they chose me for a reason. And the next best step is to just follow my own intuition and keep going because my confidence now compared to two years ago, because someone trusted me to handle it on my own, even when I didn't trust myself, I knew that's my only option. Like I have to do it because they hired me. Yeah. And it's made all the difference, but like I think back to what I was saying, it's like I have to I can't control all these outside things. But what I can can control is being what other people can't be, and that's what everyone can control. Mm-hmm. It's like what do you bring to the table? Um and you know, I think I've been able to fortunately be in a situation where I can be myself. And that is honored and respected, which I would also encourage people to like find people to work with that see value in you. Cause I don't think there's anything more detrimental than going to into a job each day, no matter how good it is where people don't value you. No. Yeah. That's a great point. Yeah. Um, it just can set you back tremendously. And I think um, you hit on another good point about what you bring to the table. Um, I think what a a lot of times when people our age are applying to jobs and they aren't chosen for that position, I think it really is rough on their ego or their self-esteem because, you know, someone else gets that position. It's like, what did they have that I didn't? Right. And And I'm sure to a degree they have something that you didn't because that's what they were bringing able to bring to the table but you got to keep working your way up and no matter what position you're in like do the things be like a normal person like show up on time do the best you can shut up and listen sometimes follow the directive and then be your best version of what other people can't be and 
you know, I think if you can have that kind of guiding light, that will help with the imposter syndrome because things I've been told in previous jobs that I didn't get. Do you hear these freaking motorcyclists? It just yes. drives me nuts. Anyway, things I've been told in previous job interviews, like I was told one time I cussed in a job interview and I was there like, you really would have gotten a job. That's not. And hey, now my, my dad laughed at that forever. I know. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? That's what I wanted to say. Um, but now I can like tell my boss when he's annoying. I'm like, fuck off. Like it's, and that's all the dynamic and everything kind of works out to yeah. how it's supposed to. But, um, yeah, I think the way to get over imposter syndrome is to like keep making actionable steps, keep showing up. Even when you don't know what to do, someone entrusted you to do it. Just don't stop. Even if it's wrong, you'll learn from the mistake, whatever. But keep doing what someone entrusted you to do. Keep pounding. Keep pounding. I miss Cam Newton. He's so hot. I miss football in general. I know. It's, what's the deal with that? I miss way? mostly number 59, Luke Keekley. Oh, my gosh. So... I know I said a couple of podcast episodes ago, I like had deleted all my dating apps, but lo and behold, last night after my bottle of wine, I made another Bumble profile and back at it again, back at it again. And this guy that came up, it was um, a picture of him and Luke Keekley, and I was going to message him like, oh my gosh, Luke, I can't believe you're on Bumble. <laughs> But the guy was so ugly that I didn't even want to start an interaction. It's always, um, when I was on dating apps, it's always them either in a group picture with a lot of attractive people. Mm -hmm. and it's, nev it's never the attractive people. Mm -mm. Never. <laughs> never. That's a first red flag. If you're putting a group photo up on your pr like profile pictures, red flag. Yes. Um, how about this picture? puppies? Oh, that's that. Yeah. Um, why <laughs> on God's earth did you post that? This is on my dating profile. <laughs> What's it on? <laughs> on Bumble. That's what I'm saying. That's one of my why, pictures. Why did you post that? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Yeah, I didn't realize this is an audio. Um, it's the picture of when I dressed up with the unibrow and the mustache with the cigarette. I think it's funny. I just, yeah. I'm like, this is who I am. You better know. Um, we'll see how it goes. Um, <laughs> it's going to go great with that photo. <laughs> yeah, it is going to go great. Um, but yeah, guys, uh, it's either group photos where they're not the hot ones. Mm -hmm. Pictures with puppies. Pictures with fish. Pictures with fish are pictures with a celebrity, and there surprisingly are a lot with Luke Keekley. There are, yeah. He is cute. Where? What is he retired? That's the deal. He just retired, and uh, he had too many um, concussions. Poor guy. Is he still living in Charlotte? I think so. I'm not sure. Single? He's not. He's going to learn today, baby. <laughs> He's been dating this same ugly, dumbass girl for like uh, 10 years. Whatever. She, she literally 
is nothing to write home about. I won't be writing home at all. My mom didn't send me a card in the mail. The card literally says, you said you wanted me to write you. (laughs) I'm like, yes, I'm glad you put that on paper. Well, anyway, I guess we can wrap it up with just saying keep showing up for yourself because if not, this is what I think about. If not me, then who? And like either it's going to go well or it's not, which oftentimes it doesn't. But at least then I get feedback and can can continue to grow and be like a better employee or better in the future or whatever. But um, I feel that way, like the imposter syndrome, I totally feel too with like on the creative side of things with my writing, my podcast, like I honestly feel like if someone were to be like, oh, what do you do? I wouldn't even feel comfortable saying I have a podcast. Like this feels like a playground version of what people are legitimately doing. But I'm like, like why? I mean, technically it's as much of a podcast as anything. Right? Yeah, I mean, you, you got, as I'm saying, you got to start from somewhere. And yeah. I mean, not every podcast, maybe if you're already an established celebrity right. like me. Which I, yeah, which we are. <laughs> so um, we what's the problem? You already have that huge platform and all you have to do is literally post about it. People follow it. Mm-hmm. You are literally starting from scratch. Right. It's definitely, there's a learning curve. There's going to be ups and downs you have to kind of play with the system and figure out you know there's ebbs and flows to it right and I don't like like you know me I make fun of myself a lot because I don't like to be like it's kind of this catch-22 of like I want to show up for myself but I also don't want to be like not making fun of myself too like, I don't want people to think that I think I'm, like, better than or that I think I'm so fucking legit, dude. Like, I don't actually think that, <laughs> you know? Well, I yeah, I think that's part of that learning process is um, people that know you already, they already understand your sarcasm and your humor. But I think establishing that mm-hmm. in these first several episodes is going to help propel you in the right direction. I hope so. It's going to be great. (laughs) It's going to be popping off. Um, Yeah, that's really all. I don't know the answer to imposter syndrome. I think just keep showing up and keep making fun of yourself and keep doing the wrong thing. That's what I do. I had never heard of it, but I think, like I said, I really relate to it. Well, anyway, I hope that everyone has a good day. I just finished. You should watch this show called Love Life on HBO Max. Honestly, find a friend that has HBO. Don't pay for it, honestly. Who would? Do you have HBO? Because I don't. No. I have a friend that has HBO. What I just said. What I just said. What I just said. Cash mouth out. Um, I'm going to leave you with this thought. I could literally have a baby. Just saying, like, at any point, I could just decide, like... With whom? Right. That's... Well, I didn't expect you to bring that point out. 
I mean, I guess there does have to be another partner, but <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> technically, technically, I you are in a house by yourself. You have been quarantined. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, I'm just saying, like, I mean, I guess this has been true ever since I started my period, but it's just weird. Like, I feel like technically I could be financially stable enough and old enough and like people around me that are my age have children. Like I could technically get rid of my birth control and decide to have a child. It wouldn't even be that weird. I mean, it would be weird if it was a one night stand or something. Cause obviously there's no one in my life that's You're like saying that. of our age. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. And like, yeah. I could probably, Unfortunately, it has gotten to that point where people are questioning why you aren't married. <laughs> right. Like I could probably financially and like support a child. Not that I'm like fucking rolling in it by any means, but if I had to like make ends meet and make it work and like, if I really wanted a child, I could, Don't which all could. that is to say, I don't. Uh, by the way, I was kidding about the age thing. We are only rolling into age 27 yeah and we have plenty of time but you can have babies till you're 40 early 40s it's fine yeah it's a stretch that i mean it's That's not optimal stretch. it's That's not, not optimal. optimal but it is possible but we have 10 years i don't i'm ready to chill. personally i don't want kids so i'm well into my 30s same same i'm having too much fun and so much shit can change year by year. Like I think about that a lot. So much shit can change year by year. Like us at 26, we're going to listen to this at 30 and be like, we live in completely different areas with completely different lives with completely different friends. We haven't talked in years. <laughs> I will not. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> like in what world? <laughs> yeah. It's just crazy. Life is wild. I think that this life, once quarantine's over, honestly, even with quarantine, like I think shit, and get rocking and rolling in the craziest way and i'm here for it the crazies are going to come out i know and I'm whether we like them. it or not yeah um, yep let me out there with them yep well i can't wait to see you again maybe halloween maybe before then <laughs> thank you for joining me today everyone have a great me. have a great life have a great day do your shit, show up for yourself, show up for other people, be the person other people around you can't be, and pop the fuck off. Right? Pop it. Pop, pop it. Pop it. Don't stop. Okay, love you guys. Have a great life. I don't know why I keep saying that. You just feel like where, I Where are you going? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, love you. Love you. Bye. Yo, thanks for listening to Is What It Is. To know more, visit my website at isabellazow.com or my Instagram at whyisabellahaha. Music is by The Remarks out of Charlotte, North Carolina. You can expect new episodes whenever the fuck I get around to it, and I will catch you next time. Be you or be don't.